You are tuned in to She's Crowned with Confidence with host Dr. Nicole Steele. This power-packed podcast was designed to remind listeners of who and whose they are and to encourage, equip, and empower them to regain their confidence and reclaim their crown. Are you ready to fully embrace what makes you uniquely you? Gain clarity on what you were created to do and to show up in the world unapologetic and authentic through and through? Well, if so, then this podcast is for you. It's time to regain your confidence and reclaim your proverbial crown that was designed with you in mind. No longer second-guessing the greatness that lies within, but instead stepping all the way into it with newfound clarity, confidence, and courage. So, without further ado, it's time to adjust your crown and sit on down for another inspiring episode of She's Crowned with Confidence. Greetings and welcome to another episode of She's Crowned with Confidence. I'm your host, Dr. Nicole Steele, the Confidence Coach, and I am, as always, so delighted to share this platform with phenomenal women who are coming on board and willing to share their truth when it comes to confidence. And so my special guest today is none other than Miss Juanita Gaynor. Uh, she is a, she's got a long list. She's multifaceted. Yes, she is. And I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell our listeners today about all of the incredible things that she does in the various spaces that she's in. So welcome to the show, Juanita. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes. So can you tell our listeners, I know because I've been able to read your bio. I know you've got, uh, you're a successful entrepreneur, a best-selling author, multifaceted in many ways. But can you tell from your heart, um, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay, thank you so much. Um, yes, I have several businesses. Um, I'm an author, but um, what is core to my heart is helping women entrepreneurs and those are in their business journey or in their career journey, um, facing their fears about success and money. It's getting to the trauma of that as someone who is a reformed, you know, what I call traumapreneur. Um, we as women don't reach our fullest potential because we see money and we see success as a barrier, something traumatic happened to us. And I help women identify what that is and then move into their purpose, whether it's their current business or a whole new business that they have to do, but that's what I do. Oh, that is so good. Cause I am one that's a big believer of uh, purpose and destiny. And I, I believe wholeheartedly that every single one of us is created with a divine purpose uh, from our creator, that he has a plan, a purpose. He's gifted us with unique gifts and talents, but you've got it. You've hit it right on the money. Fear is something that robs 
most people of not only their confidence, but of their joy and definitely of that destiny and purpose for their life. So I love the fact that you walk with people and you help them identify and drill down what those triggers are that might be holding them back. And so when you think about even your journey, are you willing to share your personal journey? Are you in this space because you know a little something about it or yeah. what? Oh, I, it's, I'm a, when I tell people, you know, I am a living example of everything that I walk with people through. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't until I identified what my trauma was that I was able to surpass that because I couldn't understand. It's like I, my event management company will be 30 years old next year. Wow. However. Once I went into my healing and identified what the trauma was about why, even though as successful it was, it wasn't what it could be. Mm-hmm. I realized that one, someone, when we, when we think about money, um, as a child who was abused or as the oldest child, your money is never your own. Mm. Whatever you do is always for someone else. So you get into a protective mode is you don't make your potential because you don't want someone else to take it. And you carry that into adulthood. Mm. So you never, you never go beyond the ceiling. We've created trauma has created the ceiling for us. Wow. Because we don't want someone else to take our money. And the same thing with um, success. Um, and mines went back to, I remember I was in the third or the fourth grade and I was a prolific, I used to draw, I had a sketchbook of designs and I remember the teacher, um, being upset with me about something or whatever, took my sketchbook, tore it up and threw it in the trash. You're kidding. I've never, it has been 43 years. I've never drawn since. And I always had this fear of outshining or being better than because it was a trigger of somebody could just snatch it from me that quickly. So when you have those things, when I think about my event management company, I created it because I could control the outcome. Mm -hmm. And therefore, because you can control the outcome, the bride, the client, they don't know what's going on behind the scenes. They just know that they have a flawless event when it happens. And I was able to control that. But once I went through my healing, I don't have the same love for the business anymore. Really? Because I no longer have that need to control. I no longer have that need to prove that I am better than. So then what did that do with your business? Did it, did it, because obviously you're still in the business, but COVID, COVID is the reason the business is still here. Ah, um, I was about to completely shutter it. And then COVID happened. And because okay. I had the experience of working in the virtual and hybrid world, my event business made the most money in COVID than it had in the 20 plus years Wow, that it happened. So it was like, okay, I don't want to completely shutter it, but I will rebrand it keep it open and then, you know, hire people, keep it for jobs. But I don't, I no longer have the desire to do these grand 300 plus thousand trade shows and these large events anymore because I don't have the need to control an outcome. Isn't that interesting? You know, that's a really, that's a, that's a twist. That, that That's a twist. That's a plot twist for me because um, I think about, how many people, and I've just in this conversation, I've got like an aha, an epiphany moment. How many people pursue things that they think is purposeful 
They pursue businesses and opportunities and take on roles, but it's it's out of those those spaces that they haven't yet uncovered. And once they do the work like you've done, they may discover that that thing that they were in pursuit of is not really the thing they desire. So let me ask you this. Um, when you did the work, you traced your trauma and you came up with that, you know, profound, I guess, revelation. Then what? I, I hear you say that, you know, you, you rebranded the business, you still have it open, but, you know, it's serving another purpose. It's creating opportunities and serving the clients. But then what, what was birthed out of that? for the new and improved 2.0, 3.0 Juanita? <laughs> so what started to happen was, is that I realized that um, that is when I really began coaching um, business owners. At first it was just business owners because um, I still, even though going through my healing process, I hadn't tuned into it affecting women. Mm-hmm. It was just, okay, business owners in general and walking them through, helping them understand that there was a lot of people that, again, created their business because it was, let me say this, it was a lifesaver for them. If they mm-hmm. didn't have something to focus on, it's what kept them sane. Yeah, It's what was the covering because, again, we don't talk about mental health. We don't talk about therapy. So mm-hmm. some of these projects and businesses that people open is literally saving their lives mm. and keeping them, some of them to a point until they really can have the foundation to go through that process. For some of these, these some of these jobs is the insurance for them to go right. to therapy or right. the finances. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm walking through, you know, pretend, you know, the clients, I'm realizing that this was becoming more prolific with women. Now, I'm going to be honest, I didn't start working with women exclusively because I still had trauma surrounding women. What? Girl, let's talk about it. What you talking about? What you talking about? (laughs) So, as a, you know, I am a survivor of childhood sexual and physical abuse and domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And my mother, who was, um, rest her soul, she's no longer with us, um, heroin addict, very abusive, was the person responsible for not only my sexual abuse, but also my physical abuse. Um, And so I had this disdain because at the age of six, when it first happened, what I learned was sex was transactional and women were fickle. Wow. Wow. And so until I deep dived And as I work with clients now, I said, when you have an issue with your mother or a woman, any woman, if you can't get along, I want you to identify the first woman that broke your heart. Mm. And until you identify, work through that and heal that, you will never be in the space to be able to service women. Mm. You look around at some of some of the you know coaches, whatever, and you think, well, they just don't like. That's because they haven't resolved the trauma of the first woman that broke their heart. Wow. And this is male and female. Mm. So once I was able to identify that and realize that even though she had this, you know, created this trauma, she was working with what she could. Yeah. yeah. And now that I knew that, I had to. And was not only knew that, 
But through counseling, it helped me understand that I was justified in feeling like that. Mm. That's the benefit of counseling. Yeah, yeah. And I realized that I was able to heal that little girl and then now grow up and help other women not have to go through the lifetime I went through to come to that same realization. Wow. You said a whole mouthful. So I, I people who tune into this show, they hear it and they're going to hear it at nauseum because I say it over and over again. There is no shame in getting the, the help that you need. So if that's a counselor, if that is a coach, if that is a consultant, if that is an accountability partner, if that is a physical doctor to help you, because uh, some people, you know, have to have medication and things like that. There are so many factors, but the, the longer that we put our heads in the sand or run from our own reality, the longer everybody you know, everybody pays that price. So I think about the clients that you have been able to set free through your healing journey, you being on the other side, and now you're using all of that pain for purpose to help others. But imagine you keeping your head in the sand. Where would those people who've been called to you? And, you know, and you just think about the multiplication of that. Um, you said something else. And when you talk about um, women uh, in particular, and some of the wounds and how they show up. You know, I'm reminded uh, because I work with ladies, leaders, and little girls in different spaces, I'm always big at just crushing that myth that says that when women get together, they cannot, they can't function. You know, that it's going to be mess, it's going to be drama, it's going to be cattiness, it's going to be jealousness. That I, I'm a firm believer that that doesn't have to be the case if people right. do their work, <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? And so I'm about, I'm about that no drama life, you know, in my personal spaces. But um, I think, I think that it's beautiful that you've, you, you so articulated it that, you know, everybody has a little child inside, a little girl, little, little boy inside and really being able to help that little child within heal because yeah. life circumstances, I mean, God rest your mother's soul. You know, she did what she did with what she had, you know, nobody will ever really understand her viewpoint, but her, yeah, but right. good for you for saying, despite all of that, all of that pain, all of that trauma, all of that, all of those things that happened to you that you're able to drill down deep, and rise from all of those ashes and make it something beautiful. Yeah. So when you think about some of the clients that you come in contact with, um, can you tell me maybe maybe not with a name if you if you don't feel comfortable, can, but can you give me a, a success story of two of one of the clients that really got that breakthrough in work in walking with you? Oh, absolutely. Um, I already have pseudonames for most of my clients, so we're good. So we're going to call this one Susan. Okay. Um, Susan was a 65-year-old woman okay. who had a traumatic event with one of her children and decided that the life she was living and how she was living, she had to do something different. And she was referred to me from a friend, um, a friend of hers that heard me speak on a panel or, you know, a radio 
think blog talk radio. So you can imagine when this was mm -hmm. and, you know, sent her over to me and, um, having a great conversation. Now I'm, I'm going to be honest. What I do is I have an exhaustive intake. And if I feel that regular doctor therapy is needed, I'm going to make you get it because I work in conjunction with a therapist. Yes. Like I'll send the therapist over. This is what I'm thinking about working with them with. And they'll tell me, yeah, they're not ready for that. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to work with me, if you don't want to see a therapist, I'm not the person not for you one. because it is kind of mandatory because it goes hand in hand. Good for you. Yeah. Um, so we were just going through like really deep city issues. And one of the things was that she never told her children that she was abused as a child. And so that was the reason of her lashing out. That was the reason of her not really lashing out. It was, she was what I call a helicopter parent. They mm. could, the children couldn't breathe. They couldn't do nothing. She was so scared that something would happen to them she inflicted the trauma on them that she um of the protection she was trying to do yeah. and once she understood that because she used to just think she was just a bad mom she says i sent my children into therapy protecting them but that's not what i was trying to do mm -hmm. and you know we did deep dive and we did why every job she had you know worked at while successful she could never move up in the ranks why anything she had worked on could never fail because at the end of the day, she didn't feel worthy mm. of doing so. So about a year and I'm guessing them. And I think people think this is a wham, bam, easy thing. This was a year process, you know? <laughs> so once we get her to what I call the graduation day, mm -hmm. her daughter reached out to me. And again, her daughter wasn't upset by it, but she says, I am so jealous of the grandmother my daughter now has. Wow. She says, because I I don't recognize this person. And she was like, and that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Because see, as parents, now I don't have any children, but what I notice that most parents do is they don't share their hardships with the children. They try to make sure everything is peachy keen and nothing is wrong and whatever. And that's the worst thing that you can do because mm -hmm. what happens is that the children go through life thinking that everything just magically happens and that mommy and daddy don't hurt and auntie and them and grandma and them don't hurt. Mm -hmm. Remember we used to sit at the feet of our grandparents and they used to tell us these stories. Yeah. We have to get back to those and, and do it in child appropriate age appropriate ways. That part right there. That wisdom of the when. <laughs> when do I and how do I share that? Because on the other side, we see, again, I'm sure you you know quite well, people who overshare <laughs> and they and they end up traumatizing on the other end and, and, and building fear up in their children because of all of the things, because they've disclosed too much too soon. So I love the fact that you said, you know, appropriate. <laughs> yeah. And we overshare because we don't have people that we trust to have those discussions. And yeah. so therefore you feel that your child is the person you can trust and that can keep that secret. Um, and that's not the case. We right. overshare because the person we thought we could overshare to is the one that put the business out there. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that burden ends up happening on the child. Um, yeah. I, I tell, you know, men and women, 
when the traumatic stuff, the heavy stuff is when they're in their like late teens, like 17, 18, Mm -hmm. at a point when they can understand Mm -hmm. what happened or why mom is, you know, doing the way she's doing. And I, I suggest they do that in the comfort of a licensed therapist. Yes. Not a life coach, not a mindset coach, not a speaker, a licensed therapist and not your pastor. Mm. Say it again. Say it again. A licensed therapist and not your pastor. Unless your pastor is a licensed therapist. Nope. Oh, nope. even if even nope. if you're even if your parents it's a like- conflict of interest. Oh, say more, say more. So when mm. I say when your pastor, your pastor mm-hmm. is charged with your spiritual well-being. Okay. It doesn't matter that they're licensed, they're licensed to handle other people. But when they're in that pulpit, they have been charged by God of your spiritual well-being. Wow. If so your pastor you recommend... is a cardiologist or a heart surgeon, they're not going to assign that person to you because what? It is a conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. And we have to treat that the same in the mental space. Ooh, that Now that is, it makes total sense. This is the first time I've heard somebody articulated like that. And it makes it makes all the sense in the world. Separate the two. And then two, if you're not licensed, Mm -hmm. think about the emotional burden that puts on your pastor who is not equipped to handle that. It's not fair. It's not fair because now they don't have anyone to talk to. Look at how some of these pastors are just unfortunately committing suicide or, you know, doing other things. They have been burdened by things that they were not called to handle. Not to carry. And the enemy takes advantage of that. Mm. He takes advantage of, you know, causing wreaking havoc and the, the spiritually this life. But mm-hmm. he also uses that for the victim saying, see, they really didn't have your best interest at heart. They wanted you to do something else. Wow. So not only a licensed person, someone who doesn't know you, someone whose only primary goal is your mental health benefit overall. You are dropping all kinds of gems in here. That is so important. Being able, because because naturally as individuals, you know, if you if if someone is coming to you and they've been walking with you and you know them, it's hard to do that separation. It is important to create that village of support around yeah. us with these people with different skills who serve in different areas of our life. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So back to the client that um, we're, we're going to call Susan. <laughs> you talked about her daughter um, and and her, you know, I, I, I appreciate the fact that she felt comfortable enough with you to really say, because I've heard people say that before. I am, I'm jealous of the, the grandparent, you know, when the parents, they do their best to the best of their ability, they do yeah. what they can do until they know how to do better. And sometimes they get an opportunity with that grandchild or those great grandchildren to show up a healthier person, a kinder person, a more well-balanced person. So just out of curiosity, that that adult daughter, did she begin, did she, and you may or may not know this, but did she begin to do her work so that that cycle could stop? Yeah, she did. 
Okay. Because I'm gonna be honest, I if for those children or adult children that are willing to participate, I do bring them into the process. That's awesome. Because they have to see what this person went through and why certain decisions were made. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when they understand that, things begin to click. The things that we keep in the back of our mind be like, oh, that's why mommy and daddy may not be together anymore. Or Mm -hmm. that's why mommy did this. Or that's why daddy did this. Mm -hmm. And because they wasn't trying to hurt me, I need to talk to somebody to unpack how it made me feel, how it made me act so that I can be a better parent for my child now instead of waiting until I'm the grandparent to be better. That's right. That's right. So she has started her journey. It has been some years. Um, She's enjoying mom in the sense of I can't enjoy it as a little kid, but I can enjoy mom, this healthy healed mom as an adult yeah and the conversations are just uh, were just awesome things that they talked about things that mom shared about life and just you know what she went through and you know and so it's just like I don't want to do those things Mm -hmm. so I going through the therapy I'm identifying with the daughter going through she realized that the the business that she started she did it to spite her mother Wow. wow. She really didn't want to do, you know, that wasn't what it is. It was a reaction. It was a trauma response. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. once she, under, she understood that, it was like, yeah, I'm just going to wrap this business up. She sold it because it wasn't it wasn't bringing her joy, but What's she didn't understand why she was holding on to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they, wow. they're doing really, really well. Um, That's great. And That's I, great. I love that for them. Um, the sons, she had two sons mm-hmm. and what I can say with sons, they support mama, no matter what, they don't care what mama did, but it also, what it showed them is what they needed to be as men, the things, mm-hmm. how their actions could help trigger certain things that women may do. So it helped them along the lines of being, you know, open and about the things that they do in relationships and how they walk through life. Wow. Wow. Um, in my most recent book, The Tale of Ten Crowns, the very last chapter um, talks about um, us preparing to pass the crown down. And when I talk about the crown, I know we talked before the show, the crown I'm referring to is that crown of confidence that we were all gifted with, but throughout life circumstances, it you know, it can it can be shifted. It can be snatched. It can, there's all kinds of things that can happen to our crown of confidence. But even in the story that you shared uh, about Susan and her family, you know, because Susan was not initially able to wear her crown of confidence, she wasn't in a position to pass it down to her daughter, but now she is, you know yeah. what I mean? And so uh, for any mothers or Uh, older family members that may be listening, working on your confidence, building your courage and doing your work is not just important for you and your well-being, but recognizing that you have, in many instances, young eyes that are watching and that are taking notes and that are building habits 
uh, or not building habits based on what they see. And so I love the fact that in your work, you do not only help the client, but you help the family because it's so important for us all to be healed so we can be show up as our best selves. Yes. So when you think about, um, you know, you've told us a little bit about what you do and how you do it, but how can um, individuals, first of all, take advantage of your services? So do, I know you're up North. Uh, is it in, in, in? I'm in New Jersey, but New I Jersey. do, New I do Jersey. it virtually. Virtually. I do it virtually. Okay. Um, if I have to, um, if I feel you know the need or you know the whatever, what I do is I have packages, whatever. But I do a lot of um, custom work um, okay. because again, each individual is custom. And if it, you know, we've decided on package budget, and if that means I may have to come to you for one or two sessions to get whatever that can be included in everything as well. So just because I'm here in Little New Jersey, don't mean I can't get to you. <laughs> I can fly, I can travel. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, let me let me ask you about this because there may be people who are listening that are just fascinated by, you know, your experience, your personal testimony. Do you speak? Uh, what other What other ways can someone bring you in? You know, if they're not ready. Uh, or maybe they don't maybe they don't have the trauma that they need to heal, but they have an audience of people that could benefit from your wisdom and your your personal walk and the work that you do. How what does that look like? Do you speak workshops? Yes, I do. I um, speak engagements, workshops. Um, I do have some, you know, custom workshops, but I like to work with the person individually just because I have signature talks that I do. It, they may need something really specific and I can speak on that. Um, so it's usually just going into the website and say, you know, have you speak and reaching out and we, you know, can discuss all that. I can, you know, tell them workshops, you know, full day, half day webinars, however it is needed to speak to your group or your, you know, congregation, your mm -hmm. platform um, I'm able to do. Gotcha. And so really quickly, I've got I got one closing question I want you to answer. But before we do that, um, how can our listeners connect with you? How can they, you know, book you? How can they get in contact with you, invite you out? Absolutely. So you can do it on my website. And that's www.juanita, J-U-A-N-I-T-A-E-G-A-Y-N-O-R.com. Um, and you can like say book here to contact us and we can reach back to you or you can reach me on Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, LinkedIn. And that handle is Juanita E. Gaynor across all platforms. So you type that in or if you do a Google search, you'll find me. All right. All right. So if any of you are driving, I know some people like to listen to this podcast on the go, but if you didn't get a chance to jot that down, you can always visit and check below. We've got the links for you here so that you can find uh, Miss Juanita Gaynor. So in closing, Miss um, Gaynor, what advice would you give to a listener who is right at that crossroad that knows just even based on our conversation today that fear has had me captive. 
I've got some things that I need to work to to help build my confidence and help me regain that crown of confidence that Dr. Nicole's talking about. What one piece of advice would you give to them uh, today as they uh, as we close out? What I would give to them today is that um, go ahead and take the leap. Fear is sometimes necessary to protect you, but it's not necessary to keep you. So take the leap. You'll be glad that you did. And that fear that you're holding on to so dearly, when you take that leap, it's going to be that cushion to allow you to fall into your purpose. All right. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Well, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, we are so, so thrilled. If this message, this this confidence cast today has been a blessing, let us hear from you. Drop some comments. Share it. <laughs> that share and that like button is really important. Share it with somebody who it might be a blessing to as well. And as always, if you've not picked up your own personal copy of She's crowned um, the tale of 10 crowns. You can go ahead and get that on my website, therealnicolesteel.com, or she's crowned with confidence. And then, of course, if you are looking for confidence coaching, if you're looking for a, a community for you, I, I like to describe it as a tribe that shares your vibe. You can always join us over in the Beyond Brilliant Network and all the things, but you can find them down below. Uh, Miss Gaynor, as always, thank you so much for joining and for sharing your truth and for inspiring our listeners to adjust that crown, to find it, pick it up off the ground, put it back on their head and adjust it and walk in confidence like you are helping women do. So thank you and continued success to you. Thank you for having me. All right. Until next time. We'll Until see next you. time. Yep. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to She's Crowned with Confidence with Dr. Nicole Steele, the Confidence Coach. This confidence cast has been brought to you in part by Diamond in the Rough Youth Development Program and Gym Makers LLC. For more information on this podcast, previous episodes, programs, or products, Simply visit She's Crown with Confidence.com or The Real You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Real Nicole Steele. Thank you.